back to Rappin' with Rico and former All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back here in the studios at 1040 O Street. I'm Jake Bachovan filling in for Rico today. We do have a text off the text line. What do we got? First uh, conversation we had. 7533 says, fantastic conversation. So much depth and information. I absolutely love it. More, more, more. So that's the kind of stuff you can expect when you have Steve Taylor yeah, in the booth. When you have an All-American, that's what you're going to get. That's right. You're going to get the scoop. No, I'm just, I'm just messing <laughs> with you. Yeah. You know, that leads us into, because we're talking about this. About the whole shakeup of the of the Big Ten, I mean, and uh, I want to kind of like because I've been talking with people about this on the golf course, and you know, just because of what's going on and everything, mm-hmm. and where Nebraska is and what needs to be done, because they've been talking about this quarterback situation and all that kind of stuff, right? And um, you know, like I said, we're just so far behind the eight ball; it's just utterly ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. I mean, that's just the makeup is. Yeah, and. Everything's going to change next year. That's why this bowl eligible stuff and going to a bowl game to me is is is, is not that serious. It's not that big of a deal this huh. year because everything's going to change next year. And uh, so let's just kind of visualize this. And um, the best way to do it is to look at the Big Twelve basketball where they where they were when they show all the Big Twelve teams. I mean, yeah, the Big Ten teams. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, at the time, where was Nebraska? Near the bottom. Near the bottom. Yeah. Right. So think about this, right? Put this in perspective. So next year, when, who was it? UCLA? Who all? Who's all coming? USC, Washington, and Oregon. They're all coming, right? Yep. They're going to be in the Big 12, the Big 10. So we're going to have, how many teams are going to have in the Big 10? 18. So you got 18 teams. Right now, visually, if you're looking at that, from what you've seen to date, where would Nebraska be? Oof. (laughs) How would that picture look? How would that picture look? Well, let's say they're maybe tenth in the fourteen now. You're not you're not any better than the other four that are coming in is the problem. Okay. So I mean you're probably somewhere thirteen, twelve, twelve to fourteen type of thing. In the, and that's, the how, that's how, yeah, out of eighteen. Yeah. So you're in the bottom echelon, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe back of the middle type of deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be kind no, to yourself. No, let's just, just call it, it like is it is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. I'm not being negative. I'm just like what so visualize that. So visualize those teams. That are near the top. And the flip side of this, we can look at this, look at us in the Big Eight or the Big 12, where we were consistently. You had all the teams. We were constantly, what, in the top two? Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. Right? So those that team will go to the playoff. Second team will more than likely go to the playoff in the conference. Luckily, you know, you may have a wild, a wild card team, depending on how strong that conference is. The other teams... Gone, not going to make it. So when you look at it from that perspective next year in the Big Ten, you look at those teams and you look at what they have. The Ohio States, the Michigan, the Penn States. Look at what they have. That's what we need to get. That's a huge separation, yeah. a huge jump. It is, especially offensively. Yeah, and, yeah. You, and you talk about UCLA and USC and these teams come in, what we got to do. Yeah. You go and you look at what they're paying out in NIL, right? Yeah. Those are some huge strides and huge steps that we, Nebraska, need to make. 
in well, a short period of time. It's interesting because you hear things whenever you hear from the 1890 initiative or anything. It's yeah. you know we're one of the one of the leaders, one of the, and then you look at the, the dude. Group, that's the that's the problem. The group they get's never you're not getting the top guys out of the portal. Yeah, that's the problem, dude. I see more advertising about 1890 collective. <laughs> I see people wearing hats. Oh yeah, I mean hats and I hear radio advertisements, which is good, but I'm not hearing about really players making. Good NIL money, like you hear at other universities. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, there's certain a universities, like USC just had one where all their players are getting, you know, this certain amount of dollars. Texas Offensive Lyman, we heard about $100,000. Like, there's, like, big-time yes. deals for, like, groups of people. And in Nebraska, you, you know, <laughs> got to go over to the website and click and yeah. kind of look. And, that's because we're, yeah. not, we're not doing anything that's worthy. I mean, that's what we have to do. If we're going to be competitive, if we really, truly want to be competitive— that's what's going to have to happen. And it's going to have to happen soon. Like now, this year, yeah. after this year. That's what needs to happen. So uh, otherwise, it's going to be a tough goal for, for Husker Nation. I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, and I want Nebraska to do well. But, man, we got to step it up. We got to step it up. Do you think Nebraska can just kind of buy their way into that sort yes. of thing? You yes. think they can? Yeah. Or you have to start winning first to get into that conversation? It's, 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 it's simultaneously. Yeah. But I think now we're going to have to buy our way into it because we're not winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the so-called players that are diamonds, you know, in the rough or whatever, they're not going to become diamonds until when. Yeah. Right? You got to work them out. You got to work them out. So we got to get immediate help. We need immediate help. And how do you do that? You 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 have a roster change, a, a, a drastic change in your roster, and with the transporter recruiting, and you gotta pay some you gotta pay some players some money. Similar formula to what Primetime has done over in Colorado yeah. a little bit, you know. Um so we weren't as far behind as Colorado was, but you no, know, we're we're still there, you know. Yeah. So that's what's gonna have to happen in a short period of time. And I hope Nebraska has the wherewithal to do it. I really do. And I want to help them any way I can, you know. Yeah. But um, that's what needs to happen. Well, if you look at the last couple of years, like the biggest transfer portal money spent, we'll say. And, and, and there's no numbers for this. It's just kind of dig through and kind of see what you see. But it seemed like O'Shawn Mathis got the biggest NIL deals yeah. two years ago. And then this year it was Jeff Sims. <laughs> and out of the both of them, you know, and O'Shawn's playing in the NFL. Yeah. Just didn't have really much of an impact at Nebraska. Yeah. But, you know, it was okay. Yeah. Was but as far as your top, like, NIL, this is the big guy. He didn't have that kind of impact. Now, Trey Palmer did. Yes. Um, Trey so, did. Yeah. See, he was know, one, yes. Yeah, they did yes. find, they find and his, some luck there. And his NIL package, if he would have stayed, it would have been something Ooh. you would have heard about. Oh, yeah. On, 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 on Twitter, online, or somewhere. You know, you would have heard about that, but we don't have that. So that's what we need to do. We need some more Trey Palmers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and because I was talking about this, too, on, on the captain with Rashawn and, and Terrell. When you think about, like, this year's crop of NIL transfer portal guys, it's not a whole lot of guys standing out. I mean, Ben Scott starting on at, in the offensive line, staying healthy, that's good. Um I, I suppose uh, Billy Kemp leads the team in, in receiving, but not by a wide margin. Yeah, it's not yeah, necessarily, no, you know. No, we got to, we got to, we got to, we have to upgrade everywhere. Yeah. Offensively, defensively, you got to upgrade everywhere. So we'll see what happens, you know. And maybe I don't follow recruiting all that much, you know, but, but uh, just besides what I read on Google and that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, we just, we, we have some huge steps that we need to make in a short period of time. And I just hope we, I hope we can do it. Speaking of a short period of time, I yeah. want to turn it around real quick. Yeah. Jeff Sims potentially <laughs> starting this week. Oh, really? Could, well, 
Yeah, with okay. him and Chubba Purdy are both seem like looks like Harburg's probably dealing with the injury. Probably won't go. They started. Yeah. They had split the first team reps yesterday. Um, there's talk at this station and just among the fan base about I, you know, some people just couldn't do it anymore. We just couldn't put him under center <laughs> anymore. Is yeah. there? I mean, is, that's all you have, man. Is that's there anything in, in his cupboard. Is it in his head? I mean, I mean, he's athletic enough. But his number, I mean, he wasn't great. He was turning the ball over at Georgia Tech. But yeah. at this rate, not at this rate. I don't under, you know, it's tough to say, like, I don't know if, like, uh, how do you fix this guy? Or is it just not there? No, never say never. And I, I don't like to be critical of players, man. But sure. we just, um, you know, it's, it's it's been a spiraling thing. And once it's in your head and once you lose confidence, it just snowballs. Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't. Just really for me watching them, I don't, I don't think they're extremely talented. So, you know, there's not really too much difference, you know, between the two as far as talent wise. You know, yeah. one thing, one guy may do this better, the other, you know, but they're close enough where it's not that big of a deal. To me, it's more about, you know, the knowledge of the game, being mindful, being a quarterback and running the offense, not making mistakes. If you did that alone, you know, they would both be better, you know, but, uh, just with how they run and how they carry themselves and how they throw. I mean, it is what it is with that. I mean, that's what you're going to get. We just got to – hopefully he can just manage it. And the offensive coordinator – and I'm not putting a lot on the offensive coordinator, but that's where it starts because I'm a quarterback. You got to have a game plan that you can stick with, stay with, that give your team the optimum chance to be successful and utilize all the talents around you, running backs and everything to – to minimize the errors and put your guys in position to be successful. So that, that's what you have to do, and that's what good coordinators do. That's what good teams do, and if they don't, they lose. So there you have it, All-American breaking it down like an All-American, <laughs> as we're saying. Steve Taylor uh, with you here. This is Wrapping with Rico and All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Rico is out. I am Jake Bockelman filling in, having fun doing so. We've got one more segment. We'll break it down even further, uh, Even maybe even talk a little bit about Trev Alberts and his oh, contract Money, extension. money, money, yeah, money. a lot of money in the yeah. air over there at the university. <laughs> yeah, we hear about that, right? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's getting some NIL. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up next year on 93.7 oh. Ticket.